You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. A body organ, rearranger. You feel my danger. This time I'm a bitch. Can't so last for all your excuses. Keep coming faster. But your mouth cannot run my plaster. This time a bitch can't so last for. This time a bitch can't so last for. Don't try to lie. Show with Jay Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. It's Nooner Time! Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Hump Day! <laughs> it's, and that was, um, it was supposed to say Jackie, Rocky, and Nora. I know, we're not there yet. And Nora, we, I still haven't got my it. billboard. My gosh, <laughs> we're working on it. Diva, diva, diva. <sighs> I know, okay. we are working on it. All I right. got you a coffee cup last time, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you did. You did. No, it was, it was longer than that. Okay, four so weeks ago. To, you know, it's been a month. You got to get her something. Yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got that billboard. So I know. We're you got to keep bringing me things out. until it comes. Jeez, you know. oh, Pete. Let me see. What do I want? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'll get the billboard. It'll be cheaper. <laughs> anyway, anywho, anywho. So it is twenty-seven days. Spring. <gasps> I know it feels like spring today, it does though. Feel like uh, no, not today. It doesn't. Well, it yesterday does. in the rain it, it did. Yeah, but today yeah. is cold. Well, it's not windy, that bad. It's cold. Well, it's cold, Jack. So twenty-seven days. Twenty-seven days, and it's officially spring. And then we we spring forward on March eleventh is when we spring forward. Oh, I'm never yep. excited about that. Yeah, because you're losing that hour. I know. You're losing it. I know. Yeah, well, I already lose enough hours. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> so anyway, you know how you love to watch TV shows, and we're <laughs> why ta- did you say it like that? Because you you're well, always I saying, "Did you see this? Did you see that?" And I'm always saying, "No, no I'm just no, informed. That's all." It. Yeah, informed. Just informed. Well, have you been informed on that show called Stripped? I saw previews of it, and I looked at it, and I said, "I don't want to watch naked people." Running up and down the street. Oh, you've never seen that show? I don't want to see it. Oh, do you know what it's about? It's not about naked people running down the street. I I know they they take all their stuff away from them. Yeah. Except for toilet paper, rations of food, and and water. No? Was it water? I don't know. I can't remember if it was water Have you seen it, Rocky? No, I've, I think I watched maybe like the first like, give part of the paper, first though. episode. I don't uh-huh. think I watched yeah. enough of it to even really get the promise of it. Oh, I just think it's fascinating oh, well. that they live 
And that everything, get- like picture everything. If somebody came in and took everything away, what's the one thing that if you could, because they get to go back every day and retrieve if one I thing. If I didn't have any clothes, I would retrieve my underwear. Okay, so you would have to have underwear. So the very first day, that's what you would have to have. Yeah, because I don't want to be flopping around when they're flopping everywhere. <laughs> Running down the street flopping. Yeah. What would you want, Rocky? I don't know. I really don't wear clothes that often anyway, so I feel like that really <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. So. Yeah. Um, I like clothes, so. I don't know. Probably like my phone or something or socks, like my feet get Why cold. your phone? You don't check your phone. Yeah, You're terrible like with your phone. entertainment on there. <laughs> oh, oh, there you <laughs> go. That is true. Anybody, or you know? socks, like, but, did you say? Yeah, my but, feet are always cold. But if you got your phone... You couldn't get your charger, so oh, oh you'd have yes. to wait. You have to wait. Till you'd the have next to get day. that day yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, I just—it's like I—I've been watching this, wondering why people would do this because <laughs> I don't think there's a prize. There I, isn't a prize. There's it's, so it's just an experiment to, to see, see if you can live without. If you can live like that for yeah. twenty-one I, days. I feel like I could do it. I think you probably could. I'm not running around naked unless you're paying me, okay? <laughs> I, unless there's a big prize. Like, like a big like I'm prize. the opposite. That's like, right. I'm like, why do I have to put clothes on for this? Like, what? <laughs> like, there is a rule. I would in be my... going and retrieving the clothes for you. I'd be like, she needs to put this on. There right is now. a rule. Well, yeah, it would be good if you had somebody yeah, there. That oh, in my you. bedroom. This if is you terrible. come in my bedroom and the door is closed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm butt naked. Oh, right, yeah. you did it to yourself. Yeah. Like the door was closed. <laughs> you, didn't no, knock. you know what? Anytime somebody comes over, I'll text her. She'll be upstairs, and I'll say, "There are people here. Please put clothes on. Do not walk around like that." Oh my! I'm just so comfortable just being so, naked. So I have you're no like the problem. you're like the son off the show, the middle. He he comes in the house and takes all his clothes off, and he just walks around in his boxers. I sleep naked. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I, just, I do too. So I like hey. the freedom. You know, I just yeah. feel like a little. Well, spirit, you know, little, when you're mm-hmm. going through menopause, you don't. That's my thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why you sleep I do. naked. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okey-dokey. So um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Hang. I just think it's like a pretty interesting show because I was sort of going through this thing where this phase of wanting to be a minimalist. 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 See, I've got to learn how to say the word Say it first. five yeah, times say it before you can Minimalist. Actually. Say it again. Not one person <laughs> in our household could ever be a minimalist. No, we're, we're hoarders we're, in our house. Oh, all awful. of us. Yeah. You know what else I was thinking? We all agree that we're hoarders. And do you, <laughs> do you realize that we're, every time we have suggestions on how to scale back, we always want to get rid of somebody else's stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not going to get rid of yes, their own stuff. Sales. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we like, load up stuff. everybody else's yeah. stuff in the and house. And then when they say, you, what about your stuff? <laughs> well, I need that. I, I need yeah. it. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening in but our house. But I feel like I'm a minimalist. To, so you are? When I moved to St. Thomas, I had to downsize all kinds of stuff. I, I, you would not believe. I even went without a microwave. <gasps> oh my mm. god i had to put stuff in the oven now <laughs> were you bummed that you didn't get to take all your stuff or um not no, really you no, realize didn't you didn't me. really need and then it. you know once you get there yeah it's yeah. like you don't need a bunch of clothes because not that you're running around naked but it's hot yeah you know i had a neighbor <laughs> she would walk around in her swimsuit all the time because she went to the beach so yeah. you know she'd have her her cover up or whatever but she'd always have a swimsuit on so one of the ladies in the complex she goes <laughs> Do you have clothes? <laughs> Do you? 
Oh, to her. Oh, to her. That's so funny. She wanted to donate me. It was funny, but Uh I'm just like this. I'm like, if you want to walk around, you know, it's hot. Yeah. You know, so you can walk around how you want. But you could go there with just a bathing suit and a cover up. And live comfortably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, flip-flops, too. You have to have your Mm -hmm. flip-flops. Well, I'm just realizing in our house that we really are all hoarders. Oh, it's awful. I mean, it's You just realize it? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I just realized it. You know when I realized it? No, you know when I realized it? When I gave Olivia the dining room table mm-hmm. and that room was empty, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. We don't even, we don't need to put a dining room table here. Mm-hmm. We don't, we should you get just rid like of everything. like having that room. So did you turn a cartwheel or something? No. We, no. No, no, no. Okay. So anyway. No, it didn't last long. I filled it with all oh. the stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the hoarding. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Seriously. But anyway, so I thought that was going to be a goal of mine. Well, it's not going to happen. I was going to say, it doesn't Never say never. I might start getting rid of some of your stuff first. Well, (laughs) you know, I I was talking about to some, you know, I like to watch that show, The Tiny Houses. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I would would live in a tiny house. Would you really? Yes. I get a truck. I hitch that sucker up. And I just go all over the place. I don't know. They're they're too small. They are. No, they are so. Oh, my goodness. Especially for a family. No, that's the no. thing. You wouldn't have a fa- now oh. the people that I see. No, one no, of the, they have families. That the show I saw, one of the shows I saw, it was a couple and their four kids or something. And, and I'm like, they're crazy. Homes? Yes. No way. They're. No cra- way. I was no. like, I would Could never do it. I, the ki- no, I would kill the yourself, kids. I would do it by myself. You right, know, me and the dog. By myself, I do it. Yep. Yeah, hmm. definitely. Because they look, I mean, they look so nice. And they even have a tiny house community in Detroit. Do they really? It is. The houses are Where just, is that? I think it's. I want to go I see I know that. it's called the Cass something. Cass Corner? So I don't know if it's in that area or, mm-hmm. you know, because I know they see, do I think low for income. a single person, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, but. um a but I mean, you could even person with um. Oh, the only thing kids? is, like, no got, way, not with kids, no way with kids. But if you, yeah. could, if even if as like a couple, like if you got into a fight, oh or, yeah, like, where oh, would you go? You didn't have anywhere to go? <laughs> no. I'd be like, go I'm outside. going to the loft. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the loft. Like, don't there's look at not me enough here. doors to like yeah. slam with your bag. You know what I mean? No, but you know they have all those hidden compartments and stuff. It's like I'm going in there. Don't bother me. Yeah, I don't think so. No, by myself, I could do it. But yeah. not, not with someone else. No. Yeah. yeah. No, same here. But they are just so beautiful, though. Well, they're they just, just cute. Look so cute. I, yeah, they are yeah. cute. But I think you're more intrigued by that. I can't <gasps> see you really living in one of those. What? No. You, have where a, would you put your shoes? I was going to say, yeah, I'd have, have a separate. There's no way. I'd have a separate container for my shoes. You don't. Your shoes would not fit in a container. Your shoes, you have more shoes than one of those houses would house. Okay. There's you're no right. way. So I think maybe I have to work. think about that yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, so Forget no well, tiny maybe house you for get me. a separate house for your for my shoes. shoes for your shoes yeah. like a dog house kind yeah. of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the the, ho- that would be big enough. No. 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 Yeah. Because you know, you have to have some you have to have something for your shoes and then for your boots. So, you know, after the hurricane and stuff, I, I had shoes there that I really, you know, they were my babies. And they got all mildewed and everything, so those are gone. So I'm building up my my you know collection my shoe back. collection back, yeah. and oh it's been gosh. so much fun. You know, it's really good. Oh, I've even ventured out and ordered on you know some other ones online and stuff. And yeah, that would yeah. never work. What that tiny house for your shoes, which just wouldn't work. That's true. 
Okay, your shoes, you your glasses, me. your scarves, your handbags <laughs> never work. There'd be Nora and accessories. There'd be no sheet. There'd be no kitchen. outside because there there'd would be, be no. Room. As long as they were safe. Uh, okay, so I think it sounds like we will probably never be minimalist. Nope. Or whatever it's called. What? No. Right? I can't say it anyway. I can't spell it. Yes. So I guess that's a sign that it's not the right Daniel direction. Daniel Tosh does a hilarious bit on being a minimalist. He, he is an actual minimalist. Yeah, but he, he is. He's like, he I want to go on the show hoarders. Just oh, to yeah. Try and get rid of the one knickknack I have on my shelf. And, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of everything. Family pictures, yeah, okay. everything. I like to see it. Every time yeah. we organize anything, it's like trash within like a day. It's like I don't even know why we bother at this point. But that's no. hilarious. But yep, yeah. that doesn't last. Nope. All well, right. So it's not meant to be. Then it is not. Uh, yeah, no. it's okay. not going to be a leap of faith. I'm going to take. Like, <laughs> or you guys, right? No. I'm not All right. Doing well, it. let's go on to a, a good leap of faith story today. All righty, let's mm-hmm. do it. Well, before we get to that, our show today is sponsored by Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drain, servicing the Metro Detroit Tri-County area. From leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs, Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. Give them a call at 586-625-7800 or reach them at tomstewartplumbing.com. I just have to do a quick shout out to Chris Long because he's texting me about slow internet and minimalist. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Chris. I hope your day's going better. Okay. Go ahead. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Have you ever dreamed of writing a hit screenplay, producing a movie, or being an author? Our guest this week turned those dreams into realities. Renetta, described as a professional, sassy, intelligent, is the founder and president of Be Real Productions, a company that includes writing, producing, directing movies, and screenplays, and as well and as well publishes books and magazines. Today, we'll find out how she stayed on course and turned her vision into a multimedia platform company. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Yay. Thank you. She's here. So, <laughs> that's a dream that a lot of people have, to be able to, you know, do that for a living. Um, tell us, first of all, about the company before we go into how you got started. Okay. Be Real Productions is just um, um a literary company that I started in 2006 because I became an author. I wrote my first book, From a Caterpillar to a Butterfly, which is about my life as a little girl where I was molested for five years oh and God. I held it inside of me for 30 years. So wow, I wrote really? about that and then I um, decided to help other people write books. So I, so I created be real productions. Well, actually, I did. I created the company, and a friend of mine gave me the name. Be real. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that, is- that a lot. So, so it started based. Well, what got you to write the book? Then let's go back. Yeah, how did that? Happen? Well, I've always written. I've been writing since I was two years old. My grandmother okay. bought me a typewriter when oh, I gosh. was four. So because mm-hmm. I just just sit there mm-hmm. and just write and yeah. You know, when you're two, who knows what yeah. you're writing? But mm-hmm. she noticed that I like to sit there and I doodle all day long. So she bought me a typewriter and taught me how to type. So 
I've always, since I can remember, just been writing yeah. just it, about anything. I can be sitting in the class and just writing something. So I decided to help me overcome that part of my life, I would write about it to help others overcome it. So when you oh. wrote about it, to you were you were doing it to to like heal to yourself, heal. Yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. When did you decide it was okay to make it public and have other people read it and you know know that much about your life? Well, it took me ten years to write it. Oh wow, yes. really? It took me ten years because you have to go through the hurt and the pain mm-hmm. from that experience. Okay. Yeah. But it, the more I wrote. The better I got. Because you have mm-hmm. to relive. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Over. Were wow. there times that you thought, forget it, I'm not doing this? Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Wow. Okay, so then let's fast forward. So you finished the book, and then is that when you started the company? Did, how did that? Um, when I, Well, I finished the book in 2006. Okay. So that's when I started the company because I decided that it was so many other people that mm-hmm. wanted to write. That's what everybody says right. that survives it. They mm-hmm. always say it's so many other people. Well, and not just that. It's just so many people that want to become authors. Mm-hmm. I decided to help people become authors. Now, the road wasn't always easy because I made a lot of mistakes, but I did help about 17 people become authors. Wow. Oh, that's yes. great. That's wow. Um, and you've written multiple books since I've then, I've written right? three books. Okay. From a Caterpillar to a Butterfly, Loving Me to Loving You, and my latest book, Uh-oh. Sensational Deception. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's mm. my first erotica book. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we, we won't ask if right, that's right. part of your life. Or if that, Actually, if that's it's not. Other, it's, it's not part of my life, yeah. but it was a book that I just Like I just a Fifty Shades to, of Grey type of? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, okay. I just started writing one day, and it's I showed some friends of. that. And and they just loved it. And so I just started writing. I, everything just came off the top of my head. Wow. And I ended up with a group of 12,000 people. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. my okay. gosh. Wow. Okay. So, but how did you know how to start? So it's a publishing company then, right? Yes. Okay. So how did, well, how did you Real, know how to do that? Well, Be Real is not a publishing company. I have okay. a publishing company under Be Real, which is called Abraham's Publishing Company. Okay. Well, tell us about Be So Be Real is sort of the, the umbrella. That's the, the parent company. Yes. Okay. So tell us about that. What does that company entail? Well, it, it, it just houses um, Abraham's Publishing. Okay. Um, you know, all of my books under Abraham's and... My magazine, The Ultimate Black Man. Tell us about the magazine because okay. I've seen that. Oh, wow. Yeah. The yeah. Ultimate Black Man magazine, it, it started with me just wanting to do a magazine. And I just, every I, I looked around and I saw all these people doing magazines on women, yeah. um, men, but not black men. Oh. It was always, black men were always left out. So mm-hmm. what I decided to do was a friend of mine, she ended up passing away, but she helped me a lot. She I kept saying, I want to do this magazine, but I just don't know what to call it. So we did it. You know, we just over and over again, just looked and looked and looked and see. And I said, I think I want to call it the Ultimate Man magazine. Then I thought, no, I just want to do black men because black men are always overlooked or always stereotyped. Right. And we have so many 
awesome black men right. out here right. that I just want to cover. So doing all kinds of wow. things. Yes, yes. They're doing awesome yeah. things. And so the first I've only done one is and it's an introductory to let people know that this magazine is coming. It might take me ten years to get it out, but yeah, it's but coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. that's wow. brilliant. So when when was the first issue? It was oh goodness, June two thousand was it fifteen? 14 because I know I was in St. Thomas because you had the the uh the what was it the introductory thing like you well, had I had the, a I had a um viewing party type of thing it was um like a release launch. I had oh, a yeah. launch okay. party I remember party. Oh, oh, how party. I was so upset I, I wasn't there <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah exciting. it it was it was really nice we had um a guest speaker we had um my host came from Baltimore we had food. We, wow! Yeah, it was really, really nice. It 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 was supposed to happen at a different place, but the place caught on fire, so I had oh, wow. to reschedule wow. it. But um, we did have the launch party, introductory launch party, to let people know that the it's Ultimate Black Man Magazine mm-hmm. is here. But we're just got. I just have to scale through that to see how we can really get it just going. And yeah. I've had a lot of good response, and I've actually just been branding it mm-hmm. from that day on. So wow. once you, so once you get, you know, the kinks. Kind of get it going again. You're going to have another launch, par- launch got, party. Definitely. For it, of I, okay. I actually wanted to start it this year and have the launch party on my birthday. <laughs> When's <laughs> your birthday? August yeah. 25th. Okay. Oh. Yes, I'm which is a that. Saturday this year. And uh-huh. I wanted to have the launch party. That would have been still, perfect. But it's still not. Uh, that's right. August, there. Yeah. Okay. Let so. us know. We want to go. Uh-huh. I definitely will. Um, uh-huh. So, what were you doing though before you started the Be Real? Productions. Oh, I was working at Hurley Medical Center. Mm-hmm. I worked there That's for 27 what I years. Read. Mm-hmm. So how did you go from working in the medical world, the healthcare business, to entertainment? I still, I, I was still working. I still worked at Hurley up until 2011. Okay. And then I retired. Okay. And then I started, and then from there, I, I, I still was writing a little, I did do a play called Obedience, which was a hit play. I went to... um I did it at a, uh, one of our high schools in Flint, and it absolutely sold out. Wow. I, I was just shocked that wow. it sold out, and I'm still getting people saying, when are you going to do another play? So for everybody that knows that Renetta writes plays, we <laughs> will be having another play very, very soon. Wow. Just not going to give the date right <laughs> now. And that's called Fool Me Once. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. So, and you wrote the whole play, right? Oh, yeah. You did I wrote everything, directed, everything. Everything. Wow. Yes. wow. Now, do you have a team of people you work with? I do now. The you first do? play I did, I did it strictly by myself. I had some people, you know, whispering in my ear to tell mm-hmm. me, you know, yeah. you shouldn't do this and do that. And that, and actually, it, it did help. This time, I do have a team working with me, but I'm still directing my own play. Do you wow. feel like you have a good team oh, around you right excellent now? Team. That's, oh, yeah, that excellent team. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. What What kind of um, responses did you get from your circle of like family and friends when you said, you know what, I'm going to start this company, I'm leaving the medical field, and I'm going to go off on my own and do this, this, well, and this? Well, I had a little help with leaving, you know, <laughs> so I just didn't take that leap of step right then. Okay. So when I did retire, it was kind of like a push to retire. It wasn't something that I wanted to do yeah. right then. Yeah. But I went I ended up going back to work and working for another company and with that company I decided yeah. I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my faith leap now mm-hmm. and go out and I like how she said that. I'm going to yeah. take my faith leap now. Now, you know, really <laughs> yeah. that's what I did. I'm going to take my faith right. leap right. now, right. you know, trust God. 
Yeah. You know, just have faith that he can do it. Now, it hasn't been easy because I haven't been working in almost two years. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been easy. I do live off my retirement. So people that, that said, oh, I'm just going to jump out and do this. Mm-hmm. No. It's not that easy. What, what, mm-hmm. what advice would you give people? Take your time. Mm-hmm. Make Take your sure time. that you have the finances to do it. Because I thought that I had the finances when they fell through. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of had to step back. And this is why the magazine isn't going. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm, I, I mean, writing books, I, I publish, I write, publish everything my own self. So I don't need anybody to help me do those things. Um, I can do the magazine, but you still have to have a graphic designer because you want the magazine to look good. Right. So you have to hire those people. Now, my books, like I said, I can write a book in 45 minutes right. and be done, have it published. I wrote Loving Me to Loving You in two weeks. It was out for sale. Wow. Yeah. Well, But that was so, because I went through a really bad experience, and so I wrote about it and oh. wrote it. And the play, um, Fool Me Once, is, is a part of that experience. We just haven't put Fool Me, we haven't done Fool Me Once yet. Okay. And that's the, you know, like I said, that's the plot. I think you you have a, a better success too when you um when you pull from your life, you know, because you have a lot of st- a lot of things out there now that people just make like you sit down and you you see what's going on and then you just make up something right to put forward. But when it's coming from you from you, I think that's that's there's an authenticity right that can right relate right to. yeah right yeah. right. And were you surprised at um how many people could connect to your stories? Kind of, but I was surprised at the people who connected. Oh, really? Okay, that's what yeah. I, that's how I put it. Because you didn't, I, I didn't realize some of the people that were just right around me had experienced the same thing and they kept it quiet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the goal for the company? Well, I'm going to continue to write, continue to write plays, continue to write movies. I do. I am doing a movie on sensational deception. You are? I am. And I'm thinking about writing it, doing it as a play first and then doing it as a movie. We started filming and then we found out, oh, my God, this costs so much money to film. So we had to yeah. shut that down just for See, a minute. I, I remember I was following you on mm-hmm. Facebook when you were posting, to, you know, for the actors and all of that. And then we, I wasn't hearing anything. So I, I kind of wondered. Nor wanted to be the leading lady. We actually... <laughs> Right. We actually started. We actually do have some foot. I do have some footage from that play. I mean, from that movie. Movie. But um, like I said, my cast for the play for the movie, they are just awesome. They're just waiting for me to say, let's get started again. Mm -hmm. No one is. You know, sometimes when you put things on hold, people go and they do their own little thing. Right. Mm They are sitting. They're right there, waiting for me to to finish. Because everybody wants wow. to be a part of it, and they believe in it. They do. Yeah. They yeah. do. Um, so, how do you learn how to grow this business if that's not what you did for twenty seven years? If you were doing something completely passion. different, passion. passion. I have a passion. I I have a passion for writing, and I've had it since I like I said since I was two years old. I've, that passion just it just continues to grow inside of me, and I can. I'll sit down and I have like 30 books in my head, 30 plays in my head. I have so much wow. thing, so many things mm, going on yeah. in my head that I just I really want to get out, but it takes money to get them out, yeah. honestly. Mm. And and until that happens, they'll stay there or I'll write them and then we'll just wait until the time comes. Yeah. Now, have, did you create a like a business plan for no. the company or you just took the leap of faith, said, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do, just started doing it. And it's sort of like... It just blossomed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I was watching the um, Death Row 
Chronicles yesterday. Last, yeah, did anyone last see night. that? I, I've My missed God, it. it was so good. But it started last night, so I'm, I'm going to yeah. make so, sure I watch But, it. you know, it was amazing when they were talking about the how Suge Knight and Dr. Dre, you know, they had no business plan. Yeah. They had no mm-hmm. accounting department, no nothing. nothing. And, you know, they built this company that was worth hundreds of millions mm-hmm. of dollars just by the seat of their pants and just just going forward and it's doing it. It's a passion. It's yeah. always a passion that they had, mm-hmm. yes. So what scares you the most as far as being a business owner, an entrepreneur? Well, maybe like what scares you the most? What scared you the most early on? But, and what scares you now, if anything mm-hmm. scares you about it? I don't think I'm scared. Oh, okay. You're not. Not mm-hmm. now. Maybe earlier I was uh-huh. scared because... I, of the I, unknown kind absolutely. of? Absolutely. Yeah. But now I'm not scared. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I can do, I'll do anything right are, now. Are I, you worried about failure? Are you worried about things like, uh, what if I don't get that movie done? What if I, the money doesn't come? Do you worry about any of that stuff? No, you shouldn't worry about those mm-hmm. things because if failure is not an option. It's just not an option. So you just put I things like on hold mm-hmm. and then you go for it after that. Like now I've started a new company. What's it, the company? It's called BRP Northside Solutions, and I'm open. It's a, I'm opening up a call center, and I'm opening up a call center center, and we're going to be hiring about 200 people. Now we're not going to start off with two. We're going to start off small and just continue to grow the business. But where I live, we need jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was brought to me. Now it wasn't an ideal that I had. So let okay. me, let me make that clear. Okay. It wasn't an ideal that I had. It was an ideal that was given to me that wasn't being acted upon. Let's okay. put it like that. And so someone said to me, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing what I need to do right now. Or, or I have to hold off. You do it. And so from that point, it's just been for, it's been about a year and I've been going back and forth trying to get a small business loan, trying to get things together, and it's finally coming into play now. Everything oh, is finally great. coming together. Mm-hmm. Now, I did have to have a business plan for that. I was going to mm-hmm. say, yeah. For, I did. Well, what what exactly is the call center? It's it's What, is, what it is is we're going to be answering phones for Fortune 500 companies oh. or, or better or, or I should say Mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. and but it's not anything that I've created myself I'm going to be working under a platform from another company mm-hmm. okay. okay and now I won't reveal all of that mm-hmm. but I will say that it is an awesome awesome company all I have to I'm just using the platform to create this comp to mm-hmm. create my company and okay. create jobs Ab- absolutely mm-hmm. create jobs wow. and making I, I just I just want to see people do better yeah. We have so many people that can't afford a house, can't even afford an apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just want to, cr- I want them to feel like they can do something for themselves. Right. And so mm-hmm. cr- creating those jobs and making a way for people to be able to sustain themselves. And wow. that's, that's what I want to do. Wow. Is that, wow. would you say the uh, mission of your, of the whole company, your whole company? Yes. Is that the most important thing? That's the most important thing. So everything you do, all the different, um, you know, genres of business, that is the mission is to take care of other people. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Which was the mission of a lot of other things. Yeah. 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 Well, that's definitely the formula for success. Uh Oh, my gosh. So how do you um, so you have you, you have the books, you have the screenplays, movie, now a call center. 
magazine. How do you decide what you're going to focus on? What? How do you decide what's most important, and and not sort of flounder that you've got all the your hands in all these different things and not sure which way to go? Well, that's why everything mm-hmm. else is on hold by my call center. Okay, everything else is is put on hold because I had to do that. I, and it's funny that you asked me that because I just said. I have to I have to figure out what I want to do first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And doing to me, well, opening up the call center to help other people is first. And then I'll go back to those other things and I'll and I'll put them in order of of importance. Now I do have yeah. other people working with me mm-hmm. that's in charge of like I have a young lady who's in charge of the magazine. Okay. And once those finances start coming in, then I'll have her work on that magazine. I I do my own plays, but I am training a young lady to help me with those plays. Mm -hmm. My books, of course, you know, I'm going to write my own books. I I don't need, I don't need a ghost writer. I can write my own books. But at this point, like I said, the first thing and that's the most important thing is putting, getting this call center up. And it's not for me, it's for other people. Now, mind you, I want to profit I, I do right. want to make a profit but right. if i don't at least i'm helping other people mm-hmm. yeah okay okay mm-hmm. that, that's so aside from the call center with the books and the movies and everything else it's one thing to have the idea and to get it going but then after you have it how do you market and and get it out there so that people buy it market my books books movies oh, um, screenplays well See this little thing right uh-huh. here? <laughs> my I telephone. Was just say that. Yeah. Yeah. My telephone is my best friend. Yeah. Okay. And so, I, so if you had to go on stripped, that would be the first thing you would retrieve, right? You know, <laughs> I, I, let, let me. T- I'll tell you a little real quick story. When I was working at Hurley, I had a friend. He was it, he was the only guy in our department. Okay, and he would say, if we got stranded on an island. Uh-huh. What would it, you know, what would you take? Yeah. And they would all, they all laughed at me and said, Renetta wouldn't go anywhere go without, without her phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I believe that. I would, That's yeah. true. So I, I go nowhere without my phone. If I leave my phone at home, I'm digging in my purse trying yeah. to find my phone. I'm like, oh my God, I left my phone at home. Yeah. But, and I'll go back and get it. But this phone is my best friend and it's because I can tweet I can put post, I can do Instagram, I can do anything and get anything out there. I have about, I, I've deleted people off my Facebook page. I had over, I had 5,000 people. I had oh. like eight pages. Wow. And all of them were full. Mm-hmm. So I just, wow. I, I deleted everything except for my main page and my like page for Be Real Productions. You use your phone very well. Too, I do. Because I, I see, yeah. I, I, I'm on do. this phone. Mm-hmm. This phone constantly I'm I had to turn it off because it constantly rings and it rings only because I'm trying what I'm doing okay and I I, I walk down the street or I go in the store and my grandkids say granny you know everybody Mm -hmm. well we lived in Flint all of our lives and we know so many people but I tell people what I'm doing a little bit and some of it I, I just kind of keep to myself because I don't want to get people excited because that's what I did before and then it didn't pan out yeah. and people are looking. So what I'm doing now is just saying, bear with me. Everything is coming. Yeah. You're never too old for your dreams to come true. Mm-hmm. Wow. Never. Wow. That's never too old. And you, you know, I like that you kept going because you could have, like Jackie said, you could have just said, man, okay, this ain't right. working out the way I thought. So I'm a, I'm a, Throw this over here and go t- to something else, and not yeah. think about it or do it right. anymore. You're you right. Know? You're right. But, but I like that you're saying. Option. You know, you put you putting things in priority. You have to. You you, you like have that. to. And 
I watched a a, a, a video from Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. and I love Tyler Perry. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love, but, yes, but this, but I love Tyler Perry for a totally different reason. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I'm a I'm a literary person, so he's a writer, mm-hmm. okay, and. I love the fact that he writes, not because of who he is, mm-hmm. because he's a writer. Mm-hmm. Now, I went to Atlanta in 2014 to, because I was told I was going to be able to meet Tyler Perry. And when I got down there, I didn't. Matter of fact, it was my birthday weekend. It was right mm-hmm. after our class reunion. Oh, OK. And it was my birthday weekend. And they was like, oh, come down. We're going to let you get to meet him. But I, but I didn't. But what I did get is I got to go on his studio. I got, I got to see the studio. Really? So that oh, was, cool. that was, I, mm-hmm. I just believe that that's why God got me down, down there because there so I can see mm-hmm. the studio grounds because there's so much that I want to do mm-hmm. for our community. Yeah. So I, I, if I just go into telling you everything that I want to do, it'd take us two days for me to <laughs> tell you, but, it, but just that experience in itself, because I was really upset. Mm-hmm. I was like crying mm-hmm. upset. And my, my daughter went with me and my grandkids went with me. And I'm like, how can you explain to them you didn't get to meet Tyler uh-huh. Perry? Yeah. But that's not that wasn't what God wanted. Was he right. wanted me to see what was going on. He said, if he can do it here, you can do it where you are. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when you listen yeah. to his backstory. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I oh, I was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. definitely. So. Well, and so how do you, because a, a lot of this segment is really, you know, talking to people who they sort of, they rewire their mindset to, you know, to keep going because the beginning of any new project or business or, or the honeymoon Mm -hmm. phase is always exciting. But then you get to that like middle part of it where you've been doing it for a while and and, like, Oh, what have I got into? Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the things aren't moving. All the things that could go wrong seem to start going wrong. Mm -hmm. Things don't happen as easy as they did in phase one. And, um, and then you start, thinking about that secure paycheck that you used to have, that consistent paycheck. And it's like, how do you keep going? How do you get through that part to get to the other side? Well, if you know me, I'm mm-hmm. always happy. Am I always, always ha- happy? I'm always happy. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're friends with Nora. <laughs> Nora's yeah, always they say happy. I'm always happy, well, too. You have to be. I mean, I have yeah, my bad do. days. Trust yeah. me, I do have my bad days. But the majority of the time, I am happy. So I try not. I, I, I believe in God with everything in me. I have so much faith. I tell people, if you don't have faith, why are you here? I ask people every day, why mm-hmm. do you go to church? Are you just going because I want you want to be seen at church? I go to church for different reasons. I go to church because God, I, I made a promise to God that I would go and I would listen to his word. Why do you go to church? Well, most people can't answer that question. So I just figure if God got me through what he got me through in the beginning, he can get me through anything. Wow. So why? Wow. How did you develop such a deep faith? Well, one, my mom, my mother. My mother wasn't, she was brought up in the church, but she was just brought up in church. Mm-hmm. She didn't get, she didn't get to know God. And, and then we ended up going to a church where you just went to church. And I knew I was missing something. And she ended up going to a word church. And she kept saying, Renetta, please come to this church. I just want you to come. I just need you to get away from that church. I just need you to come to this church. And do you know, it took a young lady hitting me in church for me to leave that church. Wow. Yes. And so I went to where my mother was and I started learning 
learning a word. I, and I mean, I didn't even take my Bible to church when we were going to the other church. And I started taking my Bible to church and started opening up my Bible and reading it. And I believe God kept speaking to me. Now, some people might say, oh, no, that's not true. But I believe in my heart that I know God is speaking mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. So I just kept reading. And then I ended up going to Bible school. And I, I, I just stay in a word church. Mm-hmm. And but you have to read that word yourself. If you don't read it yourself, anybody can tell you anything. So that's how I develop the faith that I have. And wow. that's where your strength comes from. It does. Yeah. It, it really comes mm-hmm. from from just knowing that. God, Jesus walked on water. Now, if he can walk on water, I'm on this ground. How come I can't walk on this ground? I mean, I'm going to fall. I've, I've fallen hundreds of times. It's not the falling that matters. It's, it's the, the getting, getting up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And if you don't get up, then that's your fault. Yep. It's all about okay? the recovery. Yep. I mean, that's true. I've gone. Right. I, can I say this on air? Yeah. I've been to hell and back and I have mm. the, I have the, the burns on my back to prove it. Wow. Okay. So nothing is going to stop me. I, that song by Remy Ma and whatever is yeah, yeah. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. <laughs> Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> so nothing can stop me. I might take my focus off for a minute, but my focus is going right back. But to, you know what that song wow. that you brought that up? I when the first time I heard that song, I was like, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. speaking to me. It's yes. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You need to we need to look that song up. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's good. nice, wow. but it I mean it's about you and what you have inside of you. People give mm-hmm. up. I I believe that some of the things that we have now, we wouldn't have them, but people would have given up. So, oh, that's, okay? that's true. And I just, mm-hmm. I've wanted to give up. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to give up, yeah. but I, I look at my daughter and I look at my son and they're both grown. My son is almost 40 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Mine too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, her son is yeah. a year older than mine, I yeah. think. Yeah. And I look at them. And I want to leave a legacy. My grandfather left a legacy. He was the he. Our family started the, the Muskegon chapter of the NAACP. He oh, was wow. county commissioner for twenty two years wow. in Muskegon. Oh, he helped so many people mm-hmm. get their businesses up in Muskegon. The president sent him. A proclamation when he passed away. Wow. Okay. We had senators, governors, everybody mm-hmm. at my grandfather's funeral. Wow. But that was granddaddy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know all of those right, things. Okay. Right. So his blood is running through my veins. Mm-hmm. And so, you want to do this. And you like, he didn't Absol- give up. So how can I give up? Absolutely. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I go back and I read all the things that he did, I look at my children and I say, no way. Mm-hmm. And I teach my, I've taught my grandchildren to be entrepreneurs. Oh, that's my go- great. My granddaughter, my second oldest granddaughter, she is, she taught herself how to do makeup. Whoa. My second, my, well, I got eight grandchildren. So one of them, these are my daughter's children. Her second ta- daughter, she's dancing now. She's on a national dance team. Wow. And my grandson, he is playing basketball all over Michigan right now. Wow. wow. And my uh, my son's children, they're my, they're doing things. My she's my oldest granddaughter. She's eighteen. I have two eighteen year old granddaughters. Wow. <laughs> okay, and they're doing everything. I got twin grandsons. They're playing basketball. My two little ones. They everybody is doing something because I tell them, 
you can work for yourself. You don't have to work for anybody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. No one taught me that. I learned that I'm 56 years old. Wow. No one taught me that. I had to teach myself. Mm-hmm. So now I don't want to go back into to the nine to five world. If I have to for a minute, I will. Yeah. But if I don't have to, mm-hmm. right. I'll make it work. Wow. Good wow. for well, you. Well, I mean, they, and you you know, you have to understand the kids, like, they're always watching. They they are. They're yeah. watching. They what, are. what do your kids think mm-hmm. of they support me 100%. Yeah. 100%. They sat in the front row when I did my play and they didn't they were like Wow. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, my grandchildren were there, so I I make sure they are part of everything that I do. That's mm-hmm. great. everything. Wow. Yes. You think your kids will get involved with the magazine? My daughter no, my magazine? daughter is actually going to be managing the call center. Oh, okay. Yes, she's going to manage okay. the call center. My son actually is a truck driver. He's one, he's getting ready to start his own business. Oh, wow. Yes. So they I mean, they, they have their own Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's great. Wow. Huh. That's great. I just have one quick question. Okay. What is your definition of happiness? We just talked yeah, about this we last, talked, last, yeah, last week. Yeah, last week we talked about, yeah. Good question. Hmm, that's an excellent yeah, question. Yeah, we talked about, we had a good discussion about it last week. My definition of happiness is loving myself. Mm. If I love myself first, I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make myself a priority. Oh, God first God. and then me. Okay. Then my children, then my grandchildren, because I'm not married. Wow. Okay, so that would be making sure that mm-hmm. I get or I do what I need to do to satisfy myself. Wow. I'm not selfish, but I need to satisfy me first. Mm-hmm. That's why my book says loving me to loving you, because I can't love me until I can't love you until I love me. Wow. That's wow. Amazing. What is the, the book about? <laughs> it's about loving Loving myself. Your phone's going off. I know. I know. Actually, this there is there my too. assistant calling oh, me. Yeah, I'll, be the, I'll be the assistant. I'll be the fill in the We can put yeah. her on speaker. Yeah. You want to hear her? No, I'm just playing. Um, what inspired me to lo- to write Loving Me to Loving You is because I went through, a, I was in a relationship. I was in a relationship. He, he wasn't. wasn't. He wasn't yeah. in a relationship. Okay. You said you and were in I a was in a relationship. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. And he lied like crazy. He would tell these lies that you would literally believe. Oh yeah. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a dog sitting right there. Like, and it wouldn't be a dog sitting there. But you, he'd make, he'd you, convince you that, you that it was a dog. dog. But wow. see, going through what I went through, you. You just about you just want somebody to love you. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't loving me. So I went through that really, really, really horrible situation. He ended up marrying another lady, which thank God he did. But so I, I went back and I recanted. I literally couldn't walk for three days. Mm-hmm. I was so hurt. It mm-hmm. felt like somebody snatched my heart out, mm-hmm. stumped on it. Wow. Yeah. Into many, many pieces. Just pushed it back together and put it back in my chest. Wow. So I had to get it me. I had to mend it. Yeah. So Loving Me to Loving You is a book that I wrote to let everybody, not women, everybody know you have to love you first. Right. If you wow. don't love you first, it's you can't love anybody else. Right. Wow. So I had to pull myself back together. 
And understand, you don't let anybody abuse you. You don't abuse yourself. You don't abuse anybody. I mean, people, we have people that put drugs in their body, alcohol mm-hmm. in their body. No, we. I'm talking about when I say alcohol, it's like literally mm-hmm. drunk mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Just anything in their bodies that people abuse them, hit them, talk to them any kind of way. You're not going to talk to me any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I am a queen. And if you don't treat me like a queen, I'm going to treat Get you like step a pet. You're, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, we we still have our little bit of, we give a little bit of leeway. But mm-hmm. be, but when it's all said and done, I'm going to love me first. Well, I, wow. I always believe you set the tone of how you want somebody to treat you. Oh, yeah. You really do. Right. I, I put up a post not too long ago. It says we teach people how to treat us. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. We teach people how to treat right. us. And if you teach someone how to treat you, they're going to treat you exactly the way you that, let exactly. them treat right. you. Right. And, and, I, and I've had that problem since I can remember because I was always a little bitty girl mm-hmm. and people didn't like me because I had the long hair and the light skin. And so I had to learn. I remember we talked about we that. We did. We, we did. We talked about the, the in, in the black community, you know, it's, it's skin color. Yeah. Issue with that. That's right. And, and they would look at you and say, oh, you... You think you're you're you better you're than cute. us. No, you, you think, think you're cute because you you know because you you're light lighter. Wow! And so you you had to grow up dealing with that, mm-hmm. and it was it really it took a toll on me. It did me too more so than I realized because I didn't really start loving truly truly loving myself until I was like forty. Oh, wow, it, it, yeah, really? but you yeah. do you do because you yeah. you have you have so many obstacles. You have to deal with your own race. Right. You have to deal with other things. Right. And, right. and when you can't have long hair, nope, you can't. Nope. I saw I cut all my hair off. Yeah, yeah. From you from the time I was fourteen years old, yeah, I, think I, I cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. I cut my hair off because I thought that would make people like me. Make you fit it, in. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. that would yeah. make people mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. But like Nora said, I don't think I even started loving myself until I was about fifty. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Wow. But. You, but you got to remember, I was abused as a little girl right. from eight, from nine until I was fourteen. Right, wow. and the abuse wasn't um, little. It was you, you, you have to stay home with me mm-hmm. when, because my mother would go. To, my mother went to work, so he was there with us. Oh wow! And he would make me stay home. Mm. Okay, so it wasn't. It it was horrible, yeah. and so I don't, and I really don't want to get all into right. it. Yeah, but don't right, get into right. It. It's just. I found it hard to love myself. Mm-hmm. And so I let I let myself, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think the way I looked, people were fascinated. Men were fascinated. I have men, I've had men fall out of chairs, but I didn't see me. They saw me, mm-hmm. but I didn't see me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't understand how beautiful I was. And I go back and look at pictures and I say, was that me? Mm-hmm. Wow, because it was your own it, self-image right. that you Absolutely. had of yourself. Right. Absolutely. Right. Inside, yeah. I was ugly. Inside, mm-hmm. I I let people do whatever they needed to do to me because I just wanted to fit in. So mm-hmm. how do you how do you teach kids? Because like everything that's going on in schools, I mean, mm-hmm. it all goes back to it really does. It, it really bullying, all goes back to the, love, the, and that, it yeah. goes back to loving yourself you know if you love yourself you you don't bully other people uh, so how do you teach kids that well I had two great kids I'm, I'm mm. sorry I did I had two great kids where 
they were very popular, so they didn't get they didn't experience what I experienced. Okay, and I always instill in them that they I, were that's beautiful. what I was going to say. You, if you instill it in them, yes. they they will. And they didn't that. get caught. Now my daughter, she got had a baby really young, and they're going to go off and do their own little thing. But I, yeah, I still instilled right. I still did the instilling in her even after she had her baby. She was a she's a basketball star, and. The mothers were like teaching, telling their daughters not to talk to her because she had a baby. I thought, she, you can't get pregnant talking to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Really? You, yeah. Is this something new that they yeah. didn't teach me? But I but I did show her, even after you have your baby, you still can be good. Mm-hmm. So I made her play basketball the last two years, and she was the number one point guard in the state. Wow. Yes. Good for With you. her baby. Mm-hmm. Wow. And her baby That's was fantastic. Oh yeah, you you have mm-hmm. to with my son. I made he, like I told him, it's your life. You have to do. You have to make decisions. I'm. He had three babies by by his wife. I made him marry her mm-hmm. because you're not gonna have all these babies running around here. You marry her. These were your three babies. And now, and they're still together. They've been married for 14 years. Oh, wow. that's great. Yes. Both wow. of my children are married. My daughter that's is married. But my son is but, married. But like you said, it's about what you instill in Absolutely. coming up. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, that's what it's about. Absolutely. So, so with your company, going back to that and the team that you bring on to or that you're bringing on or that you have that, like your assistant and stuff like that, how do you find people that have that same mindset that you have that can carry out that vision. Yeah. Or were they already in your circle? No, they weren't. Actually, well, of course, my daughter is. Mm -hmm. We know that. Honestly, my assistant called me. She called me and she said to me, God told me to work for you. Mm. But not right now. She said, Mm -hmm. I have some things that he's doing doing in my life. Do you know when when it became time she has not left my side. Wow. Has not left That's my side. Okay. Mm. The other young lady. <laughs> we're taking a we're taking a phone break. Yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> the other young lady who's working with me, she's working with me with my plays and everything. She is awesome. I worked with her when I worked at the at diplomat. And we said we were gonna work together one day and we ended up working together. Mm. The young lady that's working on my magazine. She started off reading my book, Sensational Deception. Okay. And she bought the book. And and I I said I wanted to make the movie, do the movie. And she came for my um, casting Casting call. call. Yes. And we ended up getting really, really close. And that's how she became a part of it. Wow. Yes. Wow. So in other words, it's like because of what you're doing, you're drawing all these people yeah. to you. You yeah. you draw right. a lot of people, is, but right. you have to but you have Good to still point. be I was yeah, I was gonna say. But God is helping you pick through the ones that absolutely need to be with you. Absolutely. So, I yeah. I'm one of those I, I say, God, if this person doesn't belong here, remove them. And he'll remove them. He will True. remove them. Yes. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So True. It's just wow. awesome to, to have those people working with me. Yeah. What's what's interesting is um, just like the combination of faith and being a business owner. You know what I mean? Just how much that really is your foundation. Absolutely. To, you and you got to have a foundation. Doing. You do. Yeah. yeah. You do. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm. It's intriguing to me because 
<laughs> you know, so many times when you talk to business owners or uh, it's always, you know, there's always like a plan and, you know, the mm -hmm. expenses and your profit and loss and all that stuff. And all the technicalities. Yeah. But details, see, part, details. But part of and, that and then, too makes, makes someone that wants to start a business or whatever feel like because they don't have all of that, then they're like, well, maybe I don't do it. And then they don't. Yeah. They follow their, their calling. Right, yeah. right. That's yeah. the bad part about it. Gosh, you know what? I just, I, I should have looked this up ahead of time, but I didn't know this was going this way. <laughs> um, oh, it was an interview that I just listened to not too long ago. I, Sarah. Um, it, it's not the musician, is it? No, 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 no. It's uh, Sarah. Oh, gosh. I mean, talk about, it sort of reminds me of your story. Um, just, like everything she went through. Oh, I have to get her name. Now it's going to bug me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's sort of the same story. It was all based on like just faith. And she's out doing all these motivational talks all over and seminars and mm -hmm. has books. And her life completely changed from, um, you know, when it was when she had lost everything. Oh, yeah. And she picked herself <laughs> back up and just she said that one of the things that she kept doing was just telling herself, I'm strong. I got this. I'm strong. Mm -hmm. I got this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. Mm -hmm. And she would tell herself that 10 times a day. You have to. To convince mm -hmm. herself to. that she could. I was could. on the verge of suicide. Wow. I was. I, it was when you lose everything. I lost my job. I lost. I was in a, a horrible relationship. And then I, and then I lost everything. And so you you have to you really have to pick yourself up but I had a young lady that we went to school with she sent me a Mimi and said how I inspire everybody and I'm thinking me mm. me mm. how can I inspire but I took that and thought if I kill myself who, who am I going to inspire that's why you got that at the time Absolutely. That you right. oh I, and right. I, if I had time, I'd tell you the story yeah. behind me not committing suicide. Wow. It, it was awesome. It was awesome. A friend of mine, actually, I can really, a friend of mine called me and she told me we were, we were having, they were having a meeting. It was a meeting for um, just women. It's called um, Women of Radical Praise. I went mm. to that meeting. I didn't even want to. I had no gas, no nothing. I went to the meeting. Told my story. Do you know I walked out of there with a handful of money? Mm -hmm. I didn't wow. literally. I mean that that's just the the surface of it. I was literally that night. I was going to take my life. Oh my wow. god! Yes, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. I know. Me too. Yes. Wow. And she called me and said, "No, I, she was going to come and get me." I said, "Okay, I'll try to make it," and I did. I went out mm -hmm. there and. It totally turned my whole life. That's what turned my life around wow. from from committing suicide. Yes. Oh wow. my gosh! And look at everything you're and doing you. now. Yeah. Yeah. And look at the difference you're making in everybody else's mm -hmm. life now. All the people that you're employing, all the people that you're putting in the place, and all the people, people you're reading your. Well, that's why the devil wanted to kill me. Yeah, because wow. you had a purpose. Yes. Your purpose. That's why he wanted yeah. to kill me. Well, we yeah. unfortunately are out yeah. of time. Shoot. This was so good. It really um, was. Well. Okay, so the name of your company is Be Real, Be Real Productions, Productions and then BRP Northside Solutions. Okay, and we can find that on all the different social media if they, sites. If they go to my name, Renetta Shackelford Cochran, okay. a lot of that's going to be on there, or they can inbox me and I'll give them more information. Okay, okay because perfect. right now, oh, I do have a website. It's called it's B hyphen real, R E E L dot wixsite dot com slash entertainment. Okay, you know what? We'll post okay. that website. 
um, when we post this. But they can reach me easy by going to my Facebook page. Okay, good. That's the best way to get me. Excellent. We'll post those links. But thank you so much for being here. And um, all the best to you with everything. Thank you. Keep us posted with the magazine, too. I will. I see Nora all the time. I saw the the, uh, first copy, and that was just a beautiful magazine. (laughs) Thank you. I did the same thing, though. So, anyway, we do um, have to finish our show with uh, our fortune cookies. cookies. So, Rocky, you get to toss the cookies. Okay. So how this works is we toss our cookies, and then whatever way the prongs face means that fortune is meant for you. So I got to make sure yeah. I have enough here. Maybe. Maybe do yeah. Two trips. Okay. Okay. That's I fine. think this one, or, or is that one Renetta's? Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Oh, this one's Jess. Mm-hmm. Right there. That one's mine. I've got. So do I open it? Yeah. You oh. got to read your fortune. It's going to oh. tell you what's going to happen the rest of your life. This is how we do our business plan. <laughs> <laughs> That and a little sip on this with our wine today. Let me see. Okay. Oh, yeah, Lord. we don't we don't strain over Lord. big decisions here. We just uh, read <laughs> our fortune. You know the cookie. funny thing about the fortune cookie? Someone told me when you read your fortune cookie, say in the in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> we do. That's gonna say that. Yeah. Well, that's how we finish. You say it, it after. Yes. Oh, okay. Read your fortune. All right. And say okay. that. So uh, say in bed. In yeah. bed. Yeah. Rocky, go ahead. You start it. Okay. Hold on. I still haven't pulled mine out yet. I'll read mine. Okay. Oh, this is scary. Uh, your next interview will result in a job in bed. No, it will not. <laughs> Good news will come to you from far, far away in bed. Oh, God. <laughs> you will come to realization in your life that change you forever in bed. Oh. In bed. <laughs> All right, mine's a good one. Your talents will be recognized and suitably rewarded in bed. <laughs> oh, I like that one. I know how talents are. Right. Oh, please. <laughs> Just Oh my. Uh, you will be successful in your career in ah, bed. And you <laughs> just got a promotion. I hope <laughs> that wasn't in bed. In bed. No, <laughs> no, thank God. By the way, congratulations, Jessica. Yep, congratulations. And we're so proud of you. Thank you. Um, so thank you again, thank Renetta, you, for Renetta. being here. Thank you for inviting um, Thank you, Wildcat. Hey. Yes. In uh, like 72 hours, we'll have the link okay. up with all your contact information. Good okay. luck with everything. Thank you. Um, we are going to close the show today with, so what are we going to close? Rocky, don't do that. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop. She expected funny. me to, right. to tell it. I just put the fortune cookie We're going to close with John Paul's new song that's being released My on son, Friday John Paul. Yep. called Connections. Woohoo. Great song. Um, Woohoo. Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and happy hump day. Happy hump day. Composed, looking like you got the best of me. Got the best of me. I'm losing control and I'm giving you the rest of me. Give you the rest of me. The looks are shooting darts, make a grown man rest in peace. Make a rest in peace. Tell me who you are, baby. Show me something new to see. Something new to see. Love first side is a myth, but I can't think of feeling like this. When I'm lost in the sand, but your smile don't care And the eyes are just locked in And I feel you dropping hints And I'm reading through your lips Let me take you back, to you on your back Baby, don't look back, we got that connection We got that connection And I'm nervous in this one 
I won't break your heart, but I'm gonna take your soul with me. Take your soul with me. And don't go breaking news, baby. Keep it on the low with me. On the low with me. I'm just fading out, and I'm just hearing your soul be free. Love at first sight is a myth, but I can't fake a feeling like this. When I'm lost in the sand, but your smile don't care, and her eyes are just locked in. And I feel you dropping hints, and I'm reading through your lips. Let me take you back, you on your back, baby, don't look back. We got that connection. We got that connection. And I'm nervous in this one. And I'm nervous in this one. We got that connection. We got that connection. But I can't take a feeling like this When I'm lost in the air, but your smile don't care And her eyes are just locked in And I feel you dropping hints And I'm reading through your lips Let me take you back, to you on your back Baby, don't look back, we got that connection We got that connection